This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm Lakemir Asmian with the news. First, the top stories. A new school year started on Monday in Romania for approximately 3 million pupils and preschoolers. The Romanian Defense Ministry strongly condemns the Russian attacks against some objectives and elements of civil infrastructure in the Ukrainian ports on the Danube. And today, Romania faces France, the defending Olympic champion, in a quarterfinals of the European Men's Volleyball Championship. The Romanian president, Klaus Johannes, announced that the issue of drug consumption among young people will be included on the agenda of the next meeting of the country's Supreme Council of National Defense. Attending today the opening of the new pre-university year at a school in Bucharest, he has emphasized that this phenomenon represents a serious challenge to national security. Klaus Johannes has also said that he continues to support the increase in teachers' salaries as of January 1, 2024. He has given assurances that he remains firm and will support all measures to make the commitments made by the government this summer come true. The new school year started today in Romania for approximately 3 million pupils and preschoolers. It'll have 36 weeks of courses, and it is organized in five modules just like the previous one. The Green Week and Doing School Differently will take place between September 11, 2023 and April 26, 2024, and can be set by schools in any of the modules 1, 2, 3, or 4, in intervals of five consecutive working days. The school year will end on June 21, 2024. The pupils entering the fifth grade will be the first to take an additional high school entrance examination in the summer of 2027. More on this issue after the news. The Romanian Defense Ministry announced that the presence of drone fragments in a different area than those investigated previously was not confirmed. The armed forces remain on alert and will continue investigations in the areas of the national territory located in the vicinity of the areas where the Russians are carrying out attacks on the Ukrainian port infrastructure on the Danube, the defense minister announced on Sunday. According to the quoted source, in the last 48 hours, forces and equipment of the naval forces, the land forces and other structures acted with research team in the field and with aerial surveillance devices on an area of more than 80 square kilometers in three localities of Tulcea and Galatz counties on the Romanian bank of the Danube. 
near the port of Reni in Ukraine. On the other hand, the Defense Ministry strongly condemns the attacks carried out by the Russian Federation against some objectives and elements of civil infrastructure in the Ukrainian ports on the Danube. These attacks are unjustified and in serious violation of the rules of international humanitarian law, being war crimes, the Defense Ministry emphasizes. Previously, the Chargéd Affairs of the Russian Federation Embassy in Bucharest was urgently summoned to the Foreign Ministry headquarters, where he was informed that Romania protests the violation of Romania's airspace. NATO, through Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg, expressed its solidarity with Romania. The official stated that there are no indications of Russia's intention to attack NATO, but that the attacks are destabilizing. Today, the Romanian national team faces France, the defending Olympic champion in the quarterfinals of the European Men's Volleyball Championship. The Romanians reached this stage after a dramatic victory over Croatia. Romania also met France in the group's stage, managing to defeat it surprisingly, score 3-1. to one. The national volleyball team has not been among the top eight teams of the continent for 40 years after finishing on eighth place in 1983. The European Championship takes place in Israel, Italy, Bulgaria, and North Macedonia. The record of the Romanian players includes a European title, two silver and two bronze medals. Romania won five medals, of which two gold, at the World Rowing Championships in Belgrade and finished the competition on fourth place in the overall ranking. The gold was won by the women's double skull team and the women's eight plus one. The Romanian rowers won one silver and two bronze medals. Also, 11 of the 13 Romanian crews that participated in the World Championships in Serbia qualified for the 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. And that's the news. Dear friends, the Radio Romania Board of Administrators decided to temporarily suspend the use of two out of the five Radiocom shortwave transmitters that ensure the broadcast of Radio Romania International's programs because of budget cuts. The RRI programs in English are affected. All of them may be received on only one frequency instead of two as of August the 1st. The frequencies, as well as any other prospective changes operated by Radiocom for to reception monitoring and to your feedback on reception quality will be announced in our broadcasts on our webpage and on Facebook. We invite you to follow RRI's programs online at rri.ro, including On Demand, on SoundCloud, on Android and iOS apps, via TuneIn and via Satellite. You can find more details on our homepage. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn and Spotify. The new school year brings a number of changes with regard to national exams. I'm Vlad Palku with a report by Leila Kiamil. 
The new school year started on Monday, bringing new challenges for the approximately 3 million school and preschool children in Romania who've returned to classrooms or have only just started school. The school year spans 36 weeks divided into five modules. The different school and green school programs will be held over September 11, 2023, April 26, 2024. Worth mentioning is that schools can decide when to schedule these extracurricular activities and must notify pupils and parents accordingly by October the 1st. This year as well an optional holiday break has been scheduled for February 12, March the 3rd, albeit only by a few school inspectorates. Classes will end on June 21st, 2024. Pupils in technological and vocational high schools will end classes one week later on June 28th. The new education law takes effect this year, bringing a number of changes regarding national exams. This year's fifth graders will be the first generation to sit a high school admission exam in 2027. At the end of the eighth grade, they will sit exams in Romanian and mathematics, as well as a second exam organized by high schools with a large number of applicants. A one-year break will separate the two exams. The baccalaureate exam will also undergo certain modifications, which will take effect starting 2025-2026. The authorities want to keep schools safe by preventing and combating drug trafficking and abuse, and by curbing bullying and the risk of student crime, especially violent types of crime. As regards teachers, the Education Ministry will adopt standards for supporting initial training programs with a focus on practical training starting 2025-2026. We recall that in May, education trade unions launched an all-out strike protesting law salaries. After several rounds of talks, the government agreed to increase teachers' salaries by 25%, and award yearly bonuses of 300 euro for teaching staff and 200 euro for auxiliary staff. Romania finished in fourth place at the World Rowing Championships in Belgrade, winning five medals, including two gold, while 11 of its crews qualified for the Paris Olympic Games next year. I'm Cristina Mateescu with this report by Sorin Titus Jordan. Romania had a great finish at the World Rowing Championships hosted by Serbia's capital Belgrade this year. On the final day of the competition on Sunday, Romanian rowers won two gold medals. The first one came in the women's double skulls, as defending Olympic champions Ankuza Bodnar and Simona Radic finished the race ahead of Lithuania and the US, the crews in second and third place respectively. Next to win the gold were Romania's women's eight, made up of Magdalena Rusum, Roxana Angel, Adriana Adam, Juliana Buhush, Madalina Beres, Amalia Beres, Maria Tivodariu, Ioana Vrancianu, and Victoria Stefania Petranu. They finished ahead of the US and Australia, who came in second and third respectively. 
On the previous day, on Saturday, Romania's women's fall, made up of Madalina Beres, Maria Tivodariu, Magdalena Rusu and Amalia Beres, won the silver medal. While two bronze medals came from Ioana Vrânceanu and Roxana Angel in the women's pair, and from Mariana Laura Dumitru and Ionela Cosmiuc in the lightweight double skulls. In the men's races, Romania's men's eight finished fourth, behind Great Britain, the Netherlands and Australia, and despite failing to win a medal, did secure their qualification for the Paris Olympic Games next year. Shortly before the start of the championships, the president of the Romanian Rowing Federation and the head of the National Agency for Sport, Elisabetta Lipa, who was the first rower in the world to win eight Olympic medals, said the goal of the federation in Belgrade was to make sure as many crews qualify for the Paris Games. Eleven Romanian crews out of the 13 that took part in the World Championships qualified for the Olympic Games to be hosted by the French capital between the 26th of July and the 11th of August 2024. At the previous edition of the Olympic Games hosted by Japan, Romanian rowers won three medals, one gold in the women's double skulls and two silver in the men's four and men's pair, finishing fourth in the general classification. With the five medals won at the World Rowing Championships in Belgrade, Romania ranked fourth, behind the Netherlands, Great Britain and Italy. Last year at the World Championships in Ratice in the Czech Republic, Romania won four medals. And that was Radio Newsreel. Focus on Romania. Next in this broadcast, listen to Song of the Day. The band Vama will perform the song Summer on repeat. Fericit, 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 peripit, nu mai dorm de aproape o lună, glezele tale și vara peripit. Rătășiți prin vamă noaptea tu pe o terasă, răspândești lumină, se întâmplă un stop cadru, lumea se dizolvă și rămânem doar noi doi. Poe de cârciumă perfect, traduc din valuri în direct. Sunt un vagabond de mare și-mi caut jumătatea feminină. Toată vara peripit, toată vara fericit, la răsărit, cu un pahar în mână, gleznele tale. Pe două perne îmbrățișați, deasupra verii suspendați, la noaptea mândi suflet pentru un vin și o chitară.
You're listening to Radio Romania International. The History Show. The presence of Jews in Romanian space is a very old one. They are attested sporadically as far back as the Roman conquest of Dacia. They become visible from the 14th century onward, when the oldest chancellery documents of the Romanian principality date to. In the 19th century, when nationalism appeared and developed everywhere in the world, Zionism was also born with an important presence in Romania, where, according to the 1930 census, about 730,000 Jews lived, about 4% of the total population. But the appearance of fascism and anti-Semitism in Romania, a local manifestation of a larger European trend, made many Jews choose to go to Palestine, which was under a British mandate since the end of the First World War. Each of those who, had, who left had a unique destiny. Each destiny is a story. In 1995, the Romanian Broadcasting Corporation Oral History Center interviewed Samuel Stein, and thus we learned his story while staying on the territory of Palestine the choice for many Jewish people, and his subsequent return to Romania. Like any energetic young man, Stein adhered to radical life concepts and political views. He joined the communist youth out of conviction and was arrested for communist activity in 1935 and imprisoned in the Doltana Penitentiary until 1936. At the time of the interview, in 1995, he remembered characters we read about in history books today, such as the jurist and politician Wilhelm Fildermann, the leader of the Jewish community in Romania, and Yuliu Maniu, the famous president of the National Peasant Party. Eu nu aveam o părere prea bună despre Filderman, dar pentru faptul că el era cu liberalii... I didn't have a very good opinion of Filderman because he was with the liberals and the Jewish party of Transylvania, which also included Jews from Bukovina, Bessarabia, some from the Old Kingdom, were more connected to the National Peasant Party. Most of the Jews, especially from Transylvania and the Allied provinces, were on the side of the National Peasant Party. They were with the Jewish Party, which was also a Zionist party. I was not a Zionist. I was a communist. What turned us against Maniwo and the National Peasant Party 
was his pact with the legionnaires, which greatly elevated the legionnaires. Until then, they were vagabonds, scoundrels. That's how everyone knew them. And I'm not speaking as a Jew. I'm speaking as the Romanians saw them. Samuel Stein was a Jew fully integrated into Romanian society, as were the overwhelming majority of Jews who became Romanian citizens after 1918. I had many Romanian friends, as I behaved in the army as well through my way of acting in order to get somewhere in the army. I was friends with everyone. Even a legionnaire came to me after a while to hide his homemade cakes because he was afraid that the others, his own comrades, would steal them. So he came to the Gidan Stein to help him, and I helped him. Many times we talked to, I talked to him about his legionary convictions, but he said he had no way out, that if he wanted to get out, they would kill him. In 1939, Stein made the decision to go to Palestine embarked in the port of Constanza together with 780 other Jews on a cattle transport ship, he was looking for a new homeland. In the Dodecanese archipelago, not far from the island of Rhodes, the 780 Jewish passengers were evacuated due to a fire on board. Embarking on another ship sent by a Zionist organization, they finally arrived in Palestine. This is where Stein's second life begins. He joined the Communist Party, but his refusal to join the army caused the party to exclude him. He chose to work for a year in Kibbutz Ramat Rahel, near Jerusalem. There he worked as a stevedore at the Dead Sea, and then as a loader and unloader of trains in Jerusalem. Asked about his relation with Arabs, Samuel Stein has no personal memories of tension or violence. One day I left Ramat Rahel for Jerusalem where I had two relatives. I went to my relatives and then I walked home. When they found out that I went home on foot to Ramat Rahel, they said to me, You dolt, what have you done? The Arabs could have killed you on the way. I myself had no real problem. I even remember at one point I was on duty somewhere and an Arab came to me and said that he too would like to become a Jew, to which I replied that I was not qualified for such things and sent him on his way. The Second World War, however, made him enlist in the Jewish Brigade in the British Army, and he took part in the battles in North Africa, Southern Italy, France, and Belgium. After the war in 1947, Samuel Stein made a life choice again. He would return to Romania for the next chapter of his life. You have been listening to The History Show. Next on Radio Romania International, Think Greener. Welcome to Think Greener with me, Cristina Matescu. 
more than 750 garbage bags amounting to 3.7 tons of waste were collected by volunteers involved in a cleaning operation around Bikas Lake at the end of August. This was the fourth such event carried out by the Act for Tomorrow Association in Bikas in the last three years, involving a total of 600 volunteers. The association was established at the end of 2018, and although it is relatively young, has seen many positive results, says Communications Chief Andrea Petruz. This year we're celebrating our fifth anniversary, but we've achieved a lot during this time. We pursue a number of directions, such as recycling and environmental education. We also run a number of national programs. Planting is another component. We plant forests in the rural environment. Where there are fewer forests and a lot of degraded land and desertification, as well as in the urban areas. We also act in the area of water protection and we clean waste on lakes and rivers. We organize volunteering actions, bringing together as many as two or three thousand people. The event held at Bikaz was somewhat unusual, says Andrea Petruz. We brought together over 100 volunteers from the Moldavia area and from Bucharest and other counties. We spent two days in the area. We put our tents on the banks of the lake and cleaned two banks that were full of waste. It was a great experience for our volunteers. We collected 3.7 tons of waste, which we transported on the lake using boats and kayaks. The event forms part of a larger program aimed at promoting a healthy lifestyle in harmony with the environment. Andrea Petruz says the program is available to everyone who wants to take part. We launch calls for each event depending on the area, whether it's Moldavia or near Bucharest, and people sign up for the specific events. Those who want to take part can follow us on Facebook and Instagram, where we regularly post our activities. In its five-year-old existence, Act for Tomorrow has finalized 33 projects, planted over 58 hectares of forest, donated over 74 tons of clothes, carried out environmental education sessions in 40 schools and mobilized over 4,500 volunteers. And that was Think Greener. Next in this program, sports. Welcome friends, I'm Vlad Palku. Romania won 3-2 against Croatia in Friday's round of 16 match against Croatia. 
at the Men's European Volley Championships hosted by Varna, Bulgaria. Our team will take on the Olympic defending champions France in the quarterfinals, a team Romania defeated 3-1 in the group phase. In its first fixture at the World Rugby Cup in France, Romania lost 82-8 to Ireland in Group B. In Bordeaux, the world number one team put on an impressive display of rugby. The points for Romania were scored by Gabriel Rupano with a surprising try on minute second and a penalty kick converted on minute 20. In another group fixture, South Africa defeated Scotland 18-3. Ireland tops the group tables with five points, followed by South Africa with four points, and Tonga, Scotland and Romania with zero points. The Oaks will next play the defending world champion South Africa on September 17th. On Saturday, the Romanian football team drew one all against Israel at home. The match counted towards the 2024 European Championships preliminary Group I. The goal for Romania was scored by Denis Alibek on minute 27. Israel made it even on minute 53 when Oscar Glock scored for the visiting side. In the other group fixtures, Andorra drew nil all against Belarus, while Kosovo drew two all against Switzerland. Switzerland tops the league tables with 11 points, followed by Romania with 9 points, Israel with 8 points, Belarus with 4 points, Kosovo with 4 points, and Andorra with 2 points. On Tuesday, Romania is playing Kosovo at home, Switzerland will play Andorra, while Israel will play Belarus. And the Romanian women's handball club CSM Bucharest won 28-24 against Odense Handball of Denmark in the first match in Champions League Group A. CSM is ranked second in the group tables with two points after the German side Bittigheim, which it will play on September 17th away from home. Another Romanian team, Rapid Bucharest, lost to Team Esbjerg of Denmark 30-28 away from home in Group B. Rapid will next play Jagleb Lubin of Poland on September 16th at home. And this has been all in Sports Roundup. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, it's all that jazz. I'm Cristina Matescu, and today we're going to introduce you to musician and curator of the Bucharest International Jazz Festival, Ana Cristina Leonte. Let's listen to her quintet with a song called Sparkles from their album Angel Minus Wings from 2016.
Oh,
Ana Cristina Leonte is the new curator of the Bucharest International Jazz Festival, held between the 7th and the 10th of September. She has a lot of experience in the field of cultural management, having also worked in contemporary dance, theatre and film. To end, listen to another song from her band's 2016 album called Believe. I believe in you 
Living Romania. This is Bucharest Radio Romania International. Listener's Letterbox. Welcome to another edition of Listener's Letterbox, the show where we read on the air the letters and thoughts of our listeners from all across the globe. I am Kalin Kotsoyu, and today we'll be starting in Canada. As usual, our listeners tell us many interesting things about what happens in their neck of the woods, and it is no exception in the case of our good friend Art Wormald from Toronto. Who writes, Dear English Service, I am informing you that here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, I have not been able to hear you or your Spanish service because of the wildfires across Canada and many cloudy days and especially the nights. These two events cause an atmospheric noise that makes it impossible to hear you clearly. I could only hear you on the Spanish service five times in the last three months. I think you need to know this technically. Yes, Art, of course we need to know this, but unfortunately, just like you, there isn't much we can do about the wildfires in Canada, and we would like to express our heartfelt regret for what happened in Canada and the northern United States with the forest fires. We hope this passes and will not repeat with such fierceness in the future. Anyway, good luck and good luck with your reception. Please let us know if anything changes. Thanks. Now we go to India, to our friend Sanil Deep, who writes, Greetings from Calicut. Well, once again, it is a pleasure to send you this email. This is my monthly report for your station, which I hope will be very useful to your engineering department. I have not received any reply to my report for the past one year. I am expecting a bundle of QSLs from you in the coming days. I am sending herewith two reception reports for the month of July of English service and would appreciate QSL cards. This time, the best frequency to India is at 0530 hours on 17,760 kilohertz and 21,550 kilohertz. But you have closed down some of your transmitters. Your wide variety of programs in the present format will give an opportunity for listeners to get a good picture about your country and its people. My favorite programs include Listener's Letterbox, Encyclopedia, Cultural Event, In the Spotlight, etc., to mention a few. Every week I was able to enjoy so many songs on the Simply Folk program. Presentation of the program's Letterbox as well as DX Mailbag are superb and at the top of mind for listeners. Hope you will continue your service on shortwave in the future. I have a question on your letterbox program. Are there any reports of COVID in Romania? Wish you good health. 
Well, Sanil, there's a lot to unpack there. We are sorry about the uh, QSLs. We'll check on what happened there because we have a separate mailing service. We're happy that you get good reception on two of our frequencies. And, yeah, again, we're sorry about the transmitter. There's not much we could do there. And we appreciate your appreciation of our music and features. As for your question, unfortunately, we are still in a pandemic all across the world. It just seems like it went away, but it didn't. There isn't a single country on the planet that doesn't have still COVID cases, Romania being one of them. According to government reports, between August the 28th and the 3rd of September, there were all over the country 4,772 cases registered, of which 1,430 were reinfections, meaning people who have already had the disease. I hope that answers your question. And uh, yeah, the situation is not that dire. So thanks again for your great message, and I hope this was useful. Bye. Next, we go to the U.S., where we have a lot of great friends, namely one of them being Mr. Gary Paulson of Seattle, Washington. And he wrote a great letter, and we'd like to read it for you. I am happy to inform you that reception has gotten better just recently for me in Seattle, Washington, USA. I did catch part of a broadcast in which you were dismayed that you weren't getting enough West Coast reception feedback. And that's probably because it hasn't been a good reception summer for much of the West Coast, at least from my perspective. And mind you, I have decent equipment. I'm a total shortwave radio nerd. I think you can relate. Right now, I am very pleased to say that I'm listening on my brand new Malachite DSP SDR V5. Next to my ICOM 8500, this is now the best radio in the house. And here is my reception report for August 30th, 337 UTC. Reception is almost an excellent very clear and very enjoyable to listen to. Thank you very much for sharing of yourself to the world and to those of us who appreciate you very much from the northwest coast of the United States. Thank you, folks. Sincerely, Gary Paulson. Well, Gary, that was a great message, the kind we would like to receive every day and several of them. We're happy for you that you have a great radio. Uh, because this way you can listen to us in better conditions. We are very happy to have all the radio nerds we can get across the globe, and we are happy that the reception on the northwest coast is actually quite good and may stay that way for a long, long time. Luckily, we weren't affected by the forest fires from Canada, hopefully, uh, so they haven't affected your reception, apparently, which makes us very glad. Anyway, we look forward to your next long missive, and until then, have a good reception. Our next letter comes from Sweden, from our friend Gunnar Green from Motala, sent on August the 30th, and he writes, Dear sirs, madams, 
I am a 69-year-old retired man living in Motala, Sweden. I have written some reports to Radio Romania International during this year. For the first time ever, I have been listening to DRM broadcasts on shortwave. Good reception in general, but there are some occasional interruptions and strange noises, which I think are technical problems connected to the DRM. Heard via an SDR receiver located in Arvika, Sweden. As always, an interesting program from Radio Romania International. I like to hear about cities and different places in Romania. Well, Gunnar, we're happy that you're enjoying our programs. Uh, we're sorry about your problems with the reception on DRM, but there's not much we can do about that, unfortunately. But we are happy that you enjoy our programs. And thank you for the letter. And next we have a letter from our friend Mohammad Haidir Hasim of Malaysia, who writes, Dear RRI, I'm writing to report the reception of your station on 31st of August, 2300-2400 UTC, the Spanish program, and I'm monitoring you from 2328-2357 UTC. I'm monitoring from my hometown Sabak Bernam, Selangor, Malaysia, and your broadcast transmitted from Galvin. The program details I heard included a female presenter talking probably the Romanian language lesson for Spanish and one song I was able to identify. I listened to you until the end of the program when I heard your iconic interval signal. The overall signal quality was 43333 and because your broadcast got interrupted or interference from China radio station. Thank you very much, Mohammed. And unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this edition of Listener's Letterbox. Until next time, from me, Kalinkotsoyu, it's all 73s. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome everyone to a fresh edition in our series. I'm Vlad Palku. Today we will be introducing you to a popular folk vocalist from the region of Bistrița Năsăud in central Romania, Valeria Peter Predescu. The vocalist is known for collecting folk music from Bistrița Năsăud, Sălăuța Valley and Somes Valley. Over her 40-year-long career, Valeria Peter Predescu has amassed a large variety of songs in her repertoire. For today's edition, we've picked a love song. Let's listen thus to Valeria Peter Predescu in a 1998 recording accompanied by the Radio Folk Orchestra, conducted by Dumitru Buzoianu. Scusie, nu mă ascultă, la 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 la
And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl.ri.ro.